It's the Face of Community and Business podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our community second to none. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Face of Community and Business podcast. Today I'm joined by permanent makeup artist and our newest podcast host, Vero Perez. Vero, thank you for being here again. Thank you for having me, Tony. No, it's great to have you back. And, um, you know, for those who, I mean, I, I know it's pretty common now that uh, being a, a permanent makeup artist and what it is, but for those who, you know, don't know or aren't familiar with it, tell us, tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got into it. Uh, so I've always been in the beauty industry in some kind of sector of it. I started off um, as being a cosmetologist when I was 17. Um, and then after that, I did cosmetic dentistry. Now I'm still using a lot of the same things that I use in cosmetic dentistry, focus on detail, shading, and all of those things for what I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, permanent makeup, um, I actually just started it off as like a side hustle. I didn't ever think of it as a full career. I just wanted some extra money really? doing something creative and fun. Um, and I started it off in my dining room, in my apartment in Uptown. I would just kind of set up shop and take models, and I never really thought anything about it um, until my boss was like, Veronica, you know, every weekend I ask you what you're doing, you're always doing brows, so, like, do you want to start a business? And I was like, no, I could never, I could never, right? Um, and I took my first, you know, after I, I took my first class, I wasn't so in love with, you know, what I was doing yet. It was microblading and it was just, you know, from a medical standpoint, I felt like, um, it could be long-term traumatic to the mm. skin. So, um, once I took during the pandemic, I actually took an online ombre class, um, by Lenny Browse, and she changed my whole career. Wow. Yeah, she That's, changed my whole career. I mean, and it seems to be kind of the theme of what, at least we've been talking about, how, you know, the, the things have an impact and, and it changes the direction of your life, where yeah. you seem to be very uh, in tune with that. What I want to go back to what you said earlier, this how, like, you could never right, yeah. start a business and how we talked, you know, a lot about just call it imposter syndrome or whatever that is, right? That, yeah. that prevents you from believing in something in yourself. Mm-hmm. How have how has the, the journey of starting a business changed you personally to where, you know, that word never has, has a different meaning now? Um, how has it changed? So it's changed in so many ways, you know. Um, I thought that I could never um, start a business because, you know, I didn't go to college. My parents only went to school up to sixth grade. So I had mm. all these limiting thoughts, right? Um, but now I've definitely looked more into just the power that my ancestors do have or like even my parents, you know, the the strength that it took for them to come here, you know, from Mexico and not know the language, not have any education, but still just say, I'm going to make this work, you know? And I just started reflecting really on my life and thinking about all my jobs that I've had and how I never went into a job thinking I wasn't going to get it. I just went in and I knew like, okay, it's just a, a matter of a couple days or a few hours before they call me, you know, and then that was just like my life. Wow. So then um, 
once um, my doctor, I just needed that one person to like believe in me. And my doctor was like, Veronica, you could do it. Let's just look up the name. Like if you had a business, what would it be called? <laughs> right. And I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe beauty above most, right? Bam. Because I used to always say bam as soon as I finished doing somebody's eyebrows because I love cooking and em- Emerald Lagasse. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, so he used to always say Bam. Yeah, yeah. So then I would say that, and I was like, but Bam doesn't seem right, right? And he probably trademarked that already, so, you know, I probably can't use that. So then I was like, okay, beauty above most. And wow. we came in on Monday. I told him the name. He's like, let's see if it's available, and it was. And he's like, do you want to buy it? Wow. You know, and I was like, okay. And that's how it started. That is actually an amazing story. And, and I think mostly just because you had someone that believes in you, right? Yeah. And, and pushed you to that. So you know, what I loved uh, hearing is kind of fast forward, right? Uh, and, and, and if someone really wants to know, we have the episode available when you were on the Align podcast. Yeah. So there, there's that story. But um, what I was really intrigued by and what would love to, to discuss is just the role you've taken within your profession. Because it's not just that. I mean, people come to you for a certain reason, right? Which I would love to hear your perspective um, and why you offer the services. But it's that the conversations and the relationships that you're forming and the impact that you're having um, through your words, right? Not through your your craft or your profession. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that I never expected from my business. You know, to be honest, when I started this business, I went in blindly. You know, I didn't know anything about anything, and I've learned the hard way on most things. Um, But one thing that has been such a blessing, you know, that I've had with this is connecting with the women that I serve. Mm -hmm. And I always start off, especially when they start telling me these stories, and I'm totally like a spiritual vibe person. So when they come to me and I feel that vibe, I'm like, okay, we're going to talk today. We're (laughs) going to talk. Yeah, something's going on. We're going to talk today. And I always say that I attract bad bitches. (laughs) Okay, and all like the power of that word, you know, Um, because I feel like most of my clients are just so powerful and the connections that I've made have been so impacting, you know, on me. But I also feel like the women that come to me are either, you know, have survived something incredible and now are doing just you know, the the craziest things, things that they would never have dreamt of, or they're on the brink of making a huge change in yeah. their life. Um, so it's been a blessing. I feel like because of my own healing and my own journey, I'm able to like pay it forward, right? With resources. Like I am not a therapist by any means, but I know that people feel comfortable talking to me. You know, like I open that up and maybe because they identify with me or maybe it's my voice. I don't know what it is, right? But they feel comfortable talking to me. And I I just use that as a platform to say, hey, you know, if you need help, like I'm here for you. And I always tell them like beyond brows, like I'm here for you, whatever you need. Like I've been very fortunate to have, you know, good relationships and good rapport with a lot of people. So maybe I can't help you, but I can send you to somebody who could or, or talk to my girlfriend or talk to this person. You know, it's like just kind of like a, I feel like I'm a connecting hub. Yeah. You know, for all the things that they need. And, was there a realization for you in this or you know were you noticing that things were just happening have you always been this way where people come to you or is this something that as you you know pursued something outside of your comfort zone starting a business you know changed that perspective that that enabled you to even pursue it is that when things change or 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 have you always had this 
this kind of connection? Oh, heck no. I was a hot ass mess growing <laughs> up. I was so hot. Like it was just not, you know, it took a lot of healing. It took wow. a lot of healing and finding myself and confronting myself confronting myself i think that that is like the most powerful thing you know for me was confronting myself and seeing veronica you know this isn't working because of this this isn't working because of that and this is you need to take accountability so once i started taking accountability for my actions and really being really um honest with myself was when i started to really work on myself and seek those things like how can i like why am i reacting this way how can i heal that you know how can i understand this how can i um not like teach it but how could i explain this to somebody else you know especially when you're healing from like childhood things you know and and you want to talk to them and with your parents like how do i even say this without hurting somebody's feelings with being able to be heard you know i felt like when i used to express my emotions it was always through yelling mm -hmm. and there was no points being made right nobody respected that nobody was listening so then i learned to be more quiet and think about what i was going to say and really become a listener yeah you know well and we talked about the <clears throat> cultural um I don't know what you call it, but like the traits, right? That one kind of assumes being, for us, it's being Latino, for us being Mexican, right? That we identify a certain way and we can relate to a lot of those things, right? What advice would you give to people when they find themselves in those, you know, paradigms of, like the communication breakdowns of, of why relationships fail, why people don't get along, right? And, and, and that they, they, they're quick to, to speak, but not slow to listen. Or, or, or sorry, yeah, that's quick to listen, right? Yeah. Um, but but slow to speak and quick to listen. So, how? What advice would you give to get to that place where if you're having these experiences, but you're not really aware, you're not confronting yourself, like you said, how do you make that change? When 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 is enough enough? And how do you go from on not being aware to being aware? I mean, I don't think that there is ever like a clear you know, pathway or a clear like indicator, right? I think that you just have to, for me, it was really like, I was just sick of my bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. really what it was, is that I was sick. I knew that I had something and I knew that I was capable of more, but I was sick of doing the same thing over and over and still wanting all these things. <laughs> so I said, okay, so if I want to do something different, I have to be different. I have to do different, you know, and for me, you know, it was really just like reading, you know, a book that changed my my whole perspective was um, Why the Monk Sold His Ferrari. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I've never heard that book. And it was super cool. It was like the first, my first introduction to meditation, um, you know, and just trying to be sound, you know, and, and I think also um, it's ego, you know, it's a lot to do with ego. It was... I wanted to be right. I wanted to be heard. I wanted all these things, but I forgot to listen. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's 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 powerful. You're right, and there is no one path, right? I think, and I've heard it before. Where you have to be, you have to really get sick of whatever it is, right? And and, yeah. and you mentioned the hamster wheel or being on the wheel, right? I see. I call it a hamster wheel. That yeah. insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Yeah. So now that you're in this um, you know, new reality for yourself, this new way of being. What have you noticed in terms of the relationships that you've built and how does that now impact the direction that you're taking your life? Because 
obviously, you know, starting to host podcasts and we talked about, you know, what that looks like for you. But I would love for you to share just that the the vision you have for the community of I mean it sounds like mostly women too that, that you're that you're connecting with, but yeah, that community of, of individuals, of people that um, yeah, just I would love for you to share that vision. Um, my vision is just to be able to present, you know, stories, stories of women just like us, you know, and their trials and tribulations and how they achieved all the things that they did, you know, that they did achieve. Um, for me, it's like I just want to know, I want other people to know that somebody else out there believes in them, you know, that fully believes in them and is there to support them. Because, um, you know, I talk a lot about the doctor that influenced me, but more than that, you know, I believe he was like an angel. Mm-hmm. I believe in angels, course, you know, yeah. and we still talk to this day, you know, and I want to be able to give that back, you know, because all all I needed from that doctor was to tell me I believe in you. And that was it, you know, and sometimes I feel like we don't have that in our circles, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and it is, it's very hard, especially in the Latino, Hispanic community. You know, they they just want us to continue to do the same things, you know, over and over. No le muevas, you know, and just keep doing what you're doing. Stay comfortable. Yeah. Keep your head down. Keep Don't your head noise. down. Yeah. yeah, but we have so much to say. And we're yeah. such a powerful culture. And, and I say this from, like, the ground. I think about my grandparents and my great-grandparents. And, God, you know, my, my grandmother... You know, from my mom's side, she was an angel. She was literally like an angel here on this earth. And the things that she dealt with and the things that she did for her family um, and the influence that she continues to have on us is so powerful and so impactful. You know, and I just want to use all those strengths, you know, to help other people to say, you know, it's all within you. (laughs) It's all within you. It really is. Through generations, you carry all of this, you know, and... You know, how me and you have spoken before, it is all within you. You don't have to look anywhere else to succeed you know, or, for, or for anything and anything in life. Absolutely. How um, how do you balance, because you, you, you mentioned spirituality a couple mm-hmm. times, and obviously we connect on that, um, but I would love to hear your perspective on how in this world, we, especially growing up, you and me, that we were told you don't talk about religion, you don't talk about you know politics, and yeah. it seems that today it's a lot more open of a conversation, both good and bad, right? Where you know people are talking about angels, but then you get the other people who are talking about the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think there's this conversation that's that's happening more so now, where people are really trying to explore that and seeing that they're not separate, right? Like you don't go to a place of, of work and now you can't talk about these things that it's it's becoming more accepted but actually people are seeking it right yeah how, how do you i mean i know you said you had that intuition but you know how do you balance that how, how have you navigated the world seeing you know being spiritual but also being of the world and talking business and doing all that um let's see well i mean spirituality has just always been something that's been like my drive right because i spend a lot of time alone i'm mm. i'm a big loner so um my company is really just myself mm. right and being in tune with all of that and i i still don't really talk a lot about god mm. you know i do talk about the universe mm. but i do always follow it 
with my God lives in the universe, <laughs> right? Um, and I don't know. I think now, like you say, it's being more accepted and I'm free about talking about it, you know, but I'm definitely still learning. And I am just very curious to know where exactly I fit in. And I'm not quite there yet, you know, but I do know that, you know, I believe in God and he's my driving force. You know, he is. Without him, even on the times that I felt abandoned, I knew that he was doing his hardest work. You know, I'm a, I really believe in that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's uh, like we talked about before. I, I, I mean, I have, I'm very opinionated, so I, but I love hearing perspectives. And, and I think it's such a beautiful thing that, you know, to admit you're not at the place that you know that you might be in the future, or that, you know, it's not, oh, I know it all, right? But yeah. that it's a journey. And as you meet people, other people on that, what have you, I guess, um, what's the biggest takeaway when it comes to this newfound spirituality, this newfound confidence, right? How can you compare from that hot mess that you were before, right? What is the biggest thing you feel or experience from within that maybe you can articulate? I feel like this peace. It's really just like a peace. It's a, um, I could even say like a knowing right it's yeah. like this deep knowing and security of who i am you know um i think spirituality has also gotten rid of maybe relationships that weren't serving me yeah right 100%. or that i wasn't serving so we no longer connect yep you know 100 um and it's also because i think spirituality also has changed a lot of my habits right so we no longer align you know, so I think the biggest thing is that I found peace because I don't have all of this crazy, you know, I was a hot mess. So my friends were a hot mess. You know, we have that expression in in Spanish that says, tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. Well, I was all of that. And my yeah. friends were all of that, yeah. you know, yeah. and I feel like now my circle is a lot smaller, but it's so good. It is so good. You know, it's people that have relationships now with my family. Um, you know, I don't have a huge, huge circle of friends, but my people are my people. Yeah. You know? And I can, I don't feel like I have to categorize them anymore. You know, before it used to be like, oh, well, I can hang out with this person because they're like my party person. And this one I can go and talk to, but I'm not going to tell them my personal things. You know? And then this one, um, we're going to be best friends, but I'm not going to bring them over to like my family Thanksgiving. <laughs> You know? No, it makes, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know? It, so I felt like I always had to, like, um, departmentalize. Compartmentalize, yeah. Yeah, yeah all yeah. My, my friends. But now I feel like, no, all my friends, like, can all hang out together. We can have dinner parties together. I can invite them to all my things because I'm not like, oh, my God, well, if this one has too many to drink you know it's gonna act right, out or right. you know i'm not scared like that anymore now i feel like i'm more open to just um i don't know I, i'm more confident i'm more confident in bringing all my people around too because i know and we just talked about this but i know we're all good people right. you know yeah, like yeah. i feel like we all have like the same foundations we all have the same kind of beliefs we all have the same kinds of goals, you know, or aspirations to be more. And I think what unites us even more in my close community is that we're all consistently working on being better humans. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 
I mean, I love that's why we connected so well. And what for those that are listening, what advice would you give when you know they they look at themselves and they they see the community, right? They're like, oh man, it, you know, the who I am is the five closest people around me, yeah. and I don't like these people as much as you know I I, I should, or you know I just don't. Then how do you break free from that? How do you change that without you know being so overly dramatic or causing this? You know, ruckus, and I mean, I'm sure that's one way of, of approaching it. But mm-hmm. you know, for you, what, what did you notice um, changed all that? I really just stopped reaching out. Mm. You know, and th- this is the crazy thing, right? Is that you stop reaching out, but those people, if they're not your people, they won't reach out. Wow. They never come and look for you. So it was actually very easy for me. It was very easy. I just stopped contacting them to check up on them and, hey, how are you doing? You know, I've al- I was always that girl. You know, like, um, even with my cousins, like, hey, you know, I haven't talked to you in six months. How's life been? You know, mm-hmm. I stopped doing that. And then they're out. It was that easy. You know, it was that easy. And even now with, like, my friends, I... You know, if I start to feel like, you know what, we're really not aligning, then I just start to separate. There's no need to, like, put somebody down right. or or have a discussion, you know, unless, like, they're like, hey, why aren't we hanging out anymore? Then I'm very confident in myself now to say, hey, these are the things that just don't align with me, you know, and they make me feel this way like they make me feel depressed or anxious or i feel like i'm just wasting my time (laughs) in reality (laughs) i know it sounds harsh to say but i'm confident enough now with who i am to say this is just really what it is you know and i know it's not like taken well by everybody Mm -hmm. but the people who are my people are going to be okay with it you know for me to say the things like that you know, and the people who aren't my people are going to be scared from it. And that's okay. Absolutely. No. And, yeah. and you can hear the peace in it too. Yeah. Like it, it's, and, and, and it seems like making those choices is what brings you peace, right? Yeah. That, or, or maybe it's being at peace that allows you to make those choices. But either way, there's a peace yeah. in it, right? Yeah. Um, so now looking forward into the future, and I know we talked a little bit about before just the, the practice, you know, how it's, you're doing it now, right? But it's not your your highest calling. So, uh, what do you see for the future? What's your hope for it? And and you know, what are you working towards or moving towards? Uh, for all of this, I mean, I still I'm very focused on helping women and finding all the avenues to be able to help and support them in every single way. You know, um, even as a friend, you know, because I feel sometimes we just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. Um, and I definitely see this evolving and so many ways you know i would love to talk about all the things that i'm working on you know but i feel like you know it, things are better shown than said yep. so when that time comes i i can't wait to share awesome well yeah. always a pleasure to have you here um super excited to have you hosting and continuing to be a part of this community but i just want to thank you again for coming in and you know sharing you your story and yeah what what uh what visions you have for this community Yeah, thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me.